Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. A great hotel and the CEO of the Plaza downtown is with us, Jonathan Jossel. Jonathan, welcome. It's got to be exciting for you to be a part of this downtown renaissance, which Really, uh, you know, thanks to your neighbor Derek Stevens there and uh, some others up and down the uh, up and down Fremont Street, downtown's happening these days. Yeah, you you mentioned one of them, but there's many many uh, important players to the to the puzzle. Uh, most importantly, uh, our mayor uh, Karen and Goodman, starting with Oscar Goodman before her. Uh, the the legacy they created was obviously. Huge. We invested in downtown Las Vegas in 2005, so I like to think that we've been a, a big part of the renaissance. And of course, Tony Shea, who sadly is no longer with us, but his investment and uh, commitment to downtown and putting it on the map uh, was was critical to its development. So there's many people involved in it, and we're just excited to be part of it. To see it growing into what it has become is fantastic. It's frankly, uh, some people would say, a 12-year overnight success. But it hasn't always been easy, and uh, we see only positive improvements in the in the future with all the other investment happening down here. You have the Arts District, East Fremont, Symphony Park, Fremont Street Experience. Everywhere you look, there's just new and great things happening, and probably nothing greater than the Greyhound bus station leaving. It's probably the most exciting development. <laughs> you know, that's really true. I was going to say, the train station was there, and of course the Greyhound bus depot, which everybody remembers. But really... If you haven't seen the plaza lately, like if you haven't been in a, in several years, you got to go. I love what you guys have done, and I know you came in in 2014, and there's just a different feel at the plaza. It the, You've done a lot of re- rehab to the place. It's great, and it's exciting. Uh, and actually, you kind of brought back a little bit of live entertainment, too, which had kind of gone away for a while. Yeah, well, we, we have um, the Comedy Walks. Uh, we had the Omaha Lounge prior to COVID, which hasn't yet come back. And we have the Sand Dollar coming online in January, which will be a seven nights a week live entertainment, wonderful music, a historic venue, and the perfect addition to the plaza on its 50th anniversary. Yeah, 50 years is fantastic. And it's a place we all know where it is because when you go downtown, it's the, it's the big hotel, right? That was the one at one time you always could look up and see it and... Uh, are, are, are you feeling, too, that people are planning their trips now more for downtown? I, I seem to see that, you know, where before everybody came to the Strip, maybe they'd go down for a day. Now I'm seeing more and more people saying, no, I want to hang out in downtown. You're exactly right. Uh, historically, downtown was just a let's go visit it for a couple of hours destination because of the history and the neon and the the fun of Fremont Street. That, that That's what it was. But since all of the great new restaurants, entertainment, uh, you have um, all the properties that reinvested in the rooms, the pools. People are realizing that it's not just a place to visit for a day or two. It's actually a place to stay where there's great gambling odds. There's a much better experience, better value. 
and the rooms, the restaurants, the pools are all first class. So people are able to spend time down here, and we're definitely seeing more of that. Well, you know, and what's nice, too, is, of course, you know, you stay at the plaza, you hang out, but you can do a brief little walk and visit six or seven different places with the different restaurants and so forth. You know, you can't do that on the Strip. You know, you're in one place. The, the hotel next door might be a 30-minute walk. Exactly, and we know that most people visit at least four to five different casinos on their on their stay. But you know what we we encourage, and we have relationships with a lot of the restaurants in the Arts District and East Fremont, where we encourage our casino guests to go check out Carson Kitchen, to go check out You or Me Sushi, to go check out La Thai. We give them comps there. We want to create that neighborhood effect, and uh, we we think that that's something special in downtown that you can do that. We love having you here. You came from South Africa, and apparently you were always interested in gaming, right? Is that something like you knew you wanted to do that from an early age? You know, I was always interested in gaming more as a consumer. I've I've always enjoyed sports betting. I've always enjoyed gambling as a consumer. So uh, coming out to Las Vegas when I was 23 was probably a risky move, but one that paid off. And uh, I didn't know that I'd be in this industry for sure, but I, I love every minute of it. Well, now you're the CEO there, and you have an approach that I really appreciate, and it makes me think of the real success. And when people think of Vegas, they want the CEOs and the people that are the executives to be visible, and you do that. You're hands-on, and it kind of reminds me of the, of the days when people knew if you went down to Vegas, maybe the bartender would remember your name, things like that. So uh, was that something that when you came into this situation, you wanted to kind of bring that back? Was that part of your approach? Maybe subconsciously, it wasn't something that I set out to do consciously. It was just something that I enjoyed doing. I think when you're 23 and you come to a new industry and you have the opportunity to learn from all the great people that have come before you and the team members that have been here for 50 years, you'd be foolish not to take the time to talk to them and get to know them and understand what made something successful once upon a time. And for me, uh, having a drink in Oscars with customers or with our team members or going to the coffee bar in the morning with our team members and customers sort of is a, is a very natural process for me. I enjoy it. I, I, I love being here. So maybe it comes across to people as it's cool that you're engaging with other people. But to me, it's just what I enjoy doing. And it's a good fit with, you know, you mentioned Carolyn Goodman, the mayor, uh, her husband, the previous mayor, Oscar Goodman. That's just a great fit. And, of course, the restaurant right at your uh, hotel, people love it. And, and it's becoming really kind of a must-see. a must see. It's the best restaurant in Las Vegas right now. Uh, the food is incredible. Our chef is, is absolutely first class. The food is amazing. And the atmosphere in the restaurant, it's just busy every night. It's a historic room, and you just don't get anything like that. And when people come in there for the first time now, they're just taken by it. I think it is the best restaurant in Las Vegas and a must-see on any trip to this town. Yeah, and it's part of that great vintage Vegas feel, which I think a lot of people, I know I'm one of those type, I love the feel of vintage Vegas and kind of imagining yourself, and you can certainly do that, yet with the luxuries of the 21st century. Well, Jonathan, let's talk a little about the pandemic. That hit the the city hard. It really did. And I know downtown seemed to me to to get a little bit ahead of it, actually, even more than the Strip, where you know they were the first to get back and so forth. Again, is that that commitment of not just what your uh, hotel's doing, but really all the Fremont Street uh, places down there? They seem to be really committed to not only to visitors, but really also to people that live in the Vegas area that enjoy gaming and going out to eat and so forth. 
Yeah, you know, it was a strange time. It was hard to know what to do, what the right thing to do was. And I think downtown, not not in on purpose necessarily, but we all just committed to reopening at the first available time that we could and doing it in as safe of a way as we could. And it, it worked out for us. I think the strip was definitely slower to that. But also you got to remember... You know, we're we're a much smaller property, so they're easier to reopen. They're easier amenities to open. The strip opened more slowly than they did open the nightclubs and the entertainment, the shows. So they they require a lot more foot traffic and conventions and people to fill up. Whereas downtown uh, is, is is probably the size of the Venetian and Palazzo combined. So it's um, it's it's a much easier ask to get open, and we all decided to do it at the first available opportunity and. It was like a time that nobody knew. We had no idea what was going to happen. We we sort of uh, went, rolled with the punches on a daily basis for the changing regulations and dealing with all the new health and safety things that, frankly, is not the yeah. typical order of a hotel casino. So it was, a, it was an experience and a difficult one and a painful one. But the bounce back has been way better than any of us expected. And uh, perhaps because of what you said, perhaps that's why it was so much stronger in downtown but i think as a city and as a whole the bounce back's been amazing for everybody i mean it's sign of a great return of the city well yeah and i thought the reaction was really good from the from the uh from all the hotels and so forth the fact that you can go through something like that and you still manage to make it a place you wanted to go to because you know for a while there it looked really uh miserable like it was going to be harder you know all tourist places across the world were having trouble and yet, uh, kind of brought out the best of everybody. It seems too, and I think, and I think people appreciate it. Yeah, I, I definitely. I think they did. Let's talk about what's in the future then for the Plaza. What have you got on on docket? Well, we have Super Bingo, which is something we're very, very proud of. Our Super Bingo events, and then we have New Year's Eve, and uh, into next year, we're going to continue to reinvest in the property, specifically with two new bars. Uh-huh. One of which we already mentioned, uh, Sand Dollar. And the other one yet to be announced officially, but it's going to have a lot of new components to it in the front of our building. And uh, that's something that we really think we can improve on is the late night, uh, 10 p.m. onwards experience of the club. You know, and and we're looking to continue to build the great momentum we've had since since the pandemic. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go tonight. 